So I was thinking and I was like, girl, how are you about to release a podcast on Valentine's Day and then not even acknowledge the fact that it's Valentine's Day and you're releasing a podcast? And I don't know if it's because my life has been such a fucking mess lately, but I literally forgot that tomorrow was Valentine's Day. And when I did my little like trailer thing, I know I put on there that it was on February 14th release date, but like my mind just didn't click. I wasn't like, oh, February 14th is Valentine's Day. No, I was just like, oh, it's another day, whatever. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> so I wanted to give you guys a little like mini episode, a little mini bonus episode and um, just talk about Valentine's Day as a person who is currently single-ish. I won't say single for certain, for sure, because I'm still married and things are happening. They're evolving. Um, We'll talk about that in my next episode. But this is about Valentine's Day and writing solo because I am writing it solo. And I don't know, like I want to do something productive with it. I don't just want to be bitter because it's not a day to be bitter. It's a day to be both in love and to be loved. And if we're going to be alone, we're going to love ourselves and we're going to be in love with ourselves. Best believe. So thank you guys for coming to this little mini episode on Valentine's Day that I am currently doing for you guys at 1030 at night, the night before Valentine's Day. (laughs) Oh God. I hope I can get this up and running. Um, by 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. So yeah, let's jump in. So I came across this article on Forbes talking about dating yourself and how it could be life-changing. I really thought it was interesting. And then I also started like I went on TikTok and I was like, okay, so like as a single person right now, me by myself, like what can I do to make this day like not a day that I'm not happy about because I'm by myself and life isn't what I was expecting it to be currently. And a lot of the people started saying the same thing. Do something fun for you. And that's that's what I want to do. So I'm going to give you guys like little ideas and reasons why I want to do this. One of them is because sitting at home saying, oh, I have no one for Valentine's Day doesn't sit right with me. It's it's kind of like one of those things like in Spanish, se dice el día de la amistad y del amor. And so that's friendship and love. Why is it that we associate like Valentine's Day with just a specific person in our life, whether it's like a significant other or a husband and wife like if it's it's a love holiday like why can't we love those around us that are just friends parents children or like most importantly like ourselves like I feel like if you're gonna love anyone it better be you and granted like I understand we have people around us that we love but I think sometimes we forget about ourselves and the love that we deserve to give ourselves because if you don't love yourself how are you going to expect others to like love you and treat you the way that you can't even treat yourself? And so this is why I am currently exploring. So my plan for tomorrow is because I go to school, I have classes 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. I'm going to buy myself roses or something. I'm going to buy myself 
even if it's just like a single rose and I'm going to gift it to myself and I'm going to take care of it and I'm going to water it and I'm going to be grateful to myself for giving me myself a, a beautiful flower. And then I'm probably not going to do much. I'm probably going to come home and read, just study because, you know, life doesn't stop because it's a holiday. <laughs> I have exams and stuff. But on Thursday, my husband is picking up the baby and my two other kids are going to be at school. So my plan is honestly to like get up, get the baby ready and then go to the gym, work out. That's going to be my little self-care. And then I'm going to come home. I'm going to get glam because I love doing my makeup. I love doing my makeup in a peaceful and like relaxing way where I'm like listening to podcasts or listening to music and just vibing out. And I'm going to take myself out. You know what I really want to do that I haven't done in a while? I want to like grab my book. I, I currently I just bought a book from a thrift store um, for like a buck fifty. And I haven't gotten around to reading it. And I am excited um, to read it because it's, um, oh my God, what is it called? Oh my God. I can't even see it from here. Um, oh my God. Oh my God. I got it from like Book Talk and a lot of people are talking about it. It's the one with like the pink cover. Oh my God. I can't believe it. I don't remember it. It's like Colleen. I have to Google it. Hold on. It ends with us. That book is everywhere. And I can't think of the freaking title wild we just picked it up from the thrift store with my daughter we went thrifting and um i found it for like a buck 50 and i was like uh -huh, you're coming home with me but i still haven't opened it like even glanced at it and we got it like maybe like two or three weeks ago now but i want to want to take it with me and go to a little cafe that just opened up near me it's called euphoria i took my niece there a couple months ago it's really cute place. So you can do the like coffee tasting and stuff. But I saw that they have like pink Valentine's Day lattes right now and drinks. And they're adorable. And I I desperately want to go try. <laughs> so I might just go and like read a couple pages while I sip on my coffee and then go shopping. I just I want to make myself feel good. Not like that, Susias. Okay. <laughs> Just like in the simple manner that I I, I want to like spend time with myself by myself. Um, there were things that I used to like to do, like just in my thoughts. I used to just like driving around listening to music. Yeah, it's expensive now, so I don't know about that one. But I definitely want to go to that coffee spot, maybe have lunch there, drink my coffee, read a couple pages of my book. I want to take myself shopping because I need new skincare. I want new skincare. I just want to do something for me. So what I was reading in this article is that there was a study published in the Journal of Couple and Relationship Therapy that basically stated that a lot of the times we engage in these relationships that are not right for us because we don't really know what romance and love is. We like fall in love with the idea of love, but we really don't have any expectations or we set the bar so low. I blame romantic comedies for this, okay? Because like, think about it. How many times are the guys fucking assholes and then they're like, oh, I'm going to change for you because you're the love of my life and I want nothing else but to be with you. Um, but that's the exception to the rule, not the rule. And I think sometimes we forget that. 
this study said was basically we have this like tolerance for manipulation and abuse. We don't know how to get away from that because we ha we don't even know the definition of love for ourselves. And if we don't know what the definition of love is, like if we can't love ourselves, basically, how are we expecting people to love us in that way? I guess an example would be if I'm constantly putting myself down, like if I'm like, oh my God, you're so fucking stupid. Oh my God, you're such a moron. Oh my God, you're so fat. Oh my God, your nose is huge. Then that's the love I'm giving me. So then that's the love I'm going to expect from everyone else. I'm going to expect the same in return from other people around me. I'm not going to expect them to treat me any better because I don't even know how to treat myself. I don't even know what love is. I can love my kids in a specific way, but if I can't love myself in that same way, then I'm going to expect the people around me to treat me with disrespect, right? And so it goes on to say, having a better idea of what makes you happy and the kind of people you naturally get gravitate towards can equip you to take on the world of romantic relationships with newfound equipoise. I don't know what that is. Um, and so basically what they're saying is that If you spend enough time with yourself, by yourself, you will start to develop these new ideas of what kind of people you actually like. Because that's another thing. I feel like sometimes we like pick these people that we really don't like, and then we try to change them into something that they're not. A lot of times we have to accept the fact that these people are the way that they are, and they're not going to change. And oh, they show us. They show us exactly who they are, but we're stubborn. <laughs> The biggest thing is, though, that a lot of people showed you this facade, like they're on their best behavior. They tell you the sweetest things, but the red flags are always there. And the only way you're going to actually pick up on those red flags and focus on this facade is if you spend enough time just around people and start picking up on those like red flags. Like You have to really build on that. And also on the way people make you feel. Because trust me, intuition is such a huge thing. Like if someone's giving you those icky, odd, weird vibes, that's like your sign that maybe this person isn't who they're telling you they are. They're actually showing you who they are. And so this article was kind of like posted in like bullets or numbers. Like I'll link it down below so you guys can read it in depth. Number two says, do not be an escapist. And it talks about the idea that it's difficult for ourselves to be by ourselves. Like it gets uncomfortable. I don't know about you guys, but I have a little bit of social anxiety. Like it takes a lot for me to go to a place by myself for the first time by myself. Like a lot of times I want to take someone with me for the first time that has already been there. So I don't feel uncomfortable. For example, uh, for the longest, I had never been to a Macy's. And I know. I know. Okay. Look, I stick to what I stick to. Okay. <laughs> and I had never been to a Macy's. I felt like really uncomfortable walking into a Macy's. And I remember I told um, my husband, I was like, you know what? I've never been to a Macy's and I don't want to walk in there by myself. And he was like, well, that's really odd. Yeah. Like the idea of being in a place that I've never been to, like that I'm not familiar with by myself is freaky to me. Like I don't like it. I get anxiety just thinking about it. Like when I signed up for this gym that I just started going to, I was confident because someone I know, shout out to Tere, someone I know goes to the gym and she started posting like 
videos of her workouts or like pictures and stuff. And so I was like, oh, okay. Kind of have like an idea of what the gym looks like now that she's posted these things. And also when I went to sign up, the girl, the girl who signed me up walked me around the gym and like explained everything to me. So that was like really helpful. So the first time that I went and I worked out, I was still fucking anxious but not to the point where, not to the point where I wanted to scream and cry, you know, I was just a little anxious, but not, not, nothing too crazy. And then it continues to talk about how now today we can't really do much without having our phones on our, on us. We're in constant need of this like overstimulation. Like think about how quickly you change on like either reels or TikTok. Like you're watching a TikTok and if it's too long and they don't get to the point, you like scroll up or you like immediately go to the comments and they're like, okay, this is what you were expecting. And this is the answer to that. Being alone to me is being alone. I want to literally disconnect myself from social media and from my phone. Now, mind you, I have kids, so I can't really like leave my phone at home. But if you don't have kids and you are comfortable with going somewhere by yourself, leave your phone behind. Like, take it with you on a drive because I know being a girl is scary, but leave it in your car. Leave it in your car when you get to the place that you're going to and you know it's going to be safe, right? Like, for example, if I didn't have kids, I would literally go to this cafe and leave my phone in the car and just spend that time with myself. I would literally just read half my meal, half my coffee, people watch. I love people watching. (laughs) And just like spend that time with myself, by myself, in my mind. Even though I can't leave my phone behind because of my kids, I'm going to be conscious of that. And I'm literally going to just put my phone face down and not touch it the whole time. That's my plan because I haven't had a day like that in forever. Like, I think I am staying busy and occupied. Like, I want my mind occupied at all times because of everything that's been happening. But I think that if I actually stay with myself, I can figure out my feelings a lot quicker and a lot more efficiently. Like, not just say, oh, I'm sad. No, 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 baby girl. Why are you sad? Like, what exactly is making you sad? And what are the pros and cons of you being sad right now? Is it really that bad? No. Nine times out of 10, I guarantee you it's not that bad. But you really have to sit with yourself and one, allow yourself to feel the way that you're feeling. Like, don't shut it down. But two, I think that if you start thinking to yourself and talking to yourself about the reason why you're sad, you can figure out at least one positive outcome out of anything that is going on in your life, just saying. And so within that same like reason, it goes on to talk about like spending time in quiet or in solitude, which I also plan on doing. I mentioned in my previous episode that I started journaling and I have not been doing that for a couple of days. I think it's again, because I'm keeping myself busy and I don't want to overstress or overthink about a situation right now. However, I do feel like it's important to do so. Like I said earlier, like you really have to sit and think like, okay, why am I feeling this way? And one, can I fix it? Is there something I can do to make myself feel better? And two, I think, can I see the light at the end of the tunnel? Like, yeah, I feel this way right now, but is there something positive that could potentially come out of this? Or can I learn something from this? I guarantee you it's not the end of the world. No matter what you're going through, 
there is something good out of it. Number three on there was um, to allow boredom to guide you into doing what feels right for you. And this is something that really made me giggle because it talks about how sometimes when we're bored, we find creative outlets. And I was like, holy hell, like the amount of creative, the amount of creative stuff that I've tried in the past. I mean, I never stick to anything because something always interrupts it. For example, I did photography for a while, but that didn't last long because I started going through financial struggles and I had to get extra jobs and photography was just taking too much time, especially because I was just learning and people were expecting a quick turnaround and I wasn't charging much, but people were still very adamant about wanting their pictures back within a specific time frame and I just I couldn't do it no more I got overworked overstressed and I was just like well okay I need to take a step back I love photography I do want to continue to to do it maybe just with my kids for now but I need to start picking up that camera because I really like it and then I also tried um YouTube that was really fun, but then I got into a relationship and it just, my idea of what I, where I wanted to take that YouTube channel just didn't align with the current relationship I was in. So I took a step back from that as well. The last creative thing that I did was a podcast with my husband, um, but obviously we're here now. So I want to stick to this though. Like, I feel like I enjoy this. Like I, I enjoy being in my zone and just talking about things that I know or babbling talking about life experiences and stuff so i i really do agree with this um sometimes when we sit in boredom it's good again we start thinking i guarantee you that there's a hobby that you've been wanting to try that you haven't because you think you don't have the time but if you allow yourself to be bored you will find the time <laughs> like once you once you say oh fuck i'm so bored because you either put your phone down or you stop doing that thing that you've been doing that you should really stop doing and you've been wanting to stop doing. Yeah, you're you're going to find the time to, to start that hobby. Trust me, because to me, my phone is my biggest flaw. I'm on my phone constantly. And when I put my phone down, I am able to actually spend time and do the things that actually matter to me and spend quality time with the people that I actually love. And then it explains on how creativity is actually a good thing and it comes in handy for our relationships. It talks about how it gives us the tools to problem solve as well as keeps the romance alive. And it says, for someone with an ability to get creative, push the boundaries of a set routine and encourage new experiences, maintaining happiness in a relationship comes a whole lot easier. I think the reason why is because when you are happy with yourself and the way your life is, it's easier to be happy with those around you as well. When you are bored because you don't have anything going on in your life, you're not being creative and you're not pursuing something that makes you happy, like it's kind of hard to be happy with everything around you. And that's a problem that I think I had in my marriage was that he felt locked up and he couldn't do anything while I had the girls in school and I was doing a lot of things that I loved. He didn't really have much going on. 
one, because his job prevented him, but also I feel like he felt the, the need to be around me 24-7. I didn't expect that. I do like to be with my partner when we both have the time together. And so I, I try to get him to do stuff, but I think in his mind, family comes first. And so I think that is one of the things that is important. You should always be kind of like your own person outside of your marriage or your relationship. And that can look in a way of you have your personal time to do your hobbies. I mean, hobbies can be anything from cooking to doing your makeup, reading, playing video games. You could just set aside like an hour or two every other day. Or like if your your hobbies are extensive, like photography, then maybe you can set up like dates with yourself where you could just go and do your hobby and work on your hobby and no one's going to bother you. And that was basically the whole article in itself. I, I do, I did find it like very to the point and I like that because I guarantee you that if I open that journal that I came from, I'm going to be like, oh. The statistics are killing me. And that's one of the reasons why I don't want to go into clinical psychology because I cannot with the statistics. With that being said, though, make it a point, make it a priority to go out and date yourself, especially if you're if you're single, but also like if you're in a relationship, like go find yourself because a lot of the times we lose ourselves. We integrate ourselves into what is expected from us by society and we forget that we're still people especially as women especially once you have a family being a mother is hard we get lost in just caring for everybody else and we stop caring for ourselves that's not okay because that's where problems start arising so yeah my plan is i'm not going to take up any reservations or any space for those people that are actually celebrating valentine's day in their relationships so i'm going to let them have the 14th but the 15th i'm i'm going to go ahead and really get out there and disconnect from social media and just spend time with myself also if you feel like you're triggered by the post because a lot of people post like oh my husband is the best husband in the world account but he bought me oh my wife or this and that if you get triggered by those things i would recommend taking the day off social media do what's best for your mental health always at all times if it's best for your mental health to just take a breather and not watch people's stories or people's post go ahead and take that also if being a little petty on social media it's good for your mental health. And by that, I mean, like, if you want to post a goddamn meme that says all of you in love, but deep down you're cheating or whatever, go ahead. <laughs> Trust me, no one's going to take that personally. And if they do, they got bigger fish to fry because what the fuck? Go out, buy yourself flowers or buy someone you love flowers. It doesn't have to be a significant other or a crush whoever has been there for you through this entire time just go ahead and buy them a small gift even if you get nothing in return who cares if you're dating and you have multiple people buying you stuff good for you get your bag don't ever let people tell you that that's wrong it's not the dating stage should be a dating stage you should be allowed to date multiple people and start crossing people out be happy for people too. 
Don't just stay there and be bitter. It's not a good feeling. It's not good for you. It's not good for your mental health. Just let people be happy and cheer them on. Don't go, oh, every time you see something about someone else, like it, it doesn't have anything to do with your life. And if they're happy, why can't you be happy for them? If you decide to stay home and not do anything or go anywhere, make yourself a nice meal. Pamper yourself. Do your everything shower. Make yourself feel good in whatever way that looks like for you, even if it's just taking a three-hour nap. Love yourself. Don't give extra love to those around you. Just kind of give it to yourself. I said it on the last episode, and I'm going to say it again. Sometimes being selfish isn't such a bad thing. Sometimes being selfish is a good thing. Anyway, guys, um, I thank you so much for coming on here and just listening to me babble about an article that I found that I was pretty interested in. And maybe you will be too. It's going to be linked in the description box. Don't forget to stay soft and stay sensitive. Bye.